Contracting, the roof people who call you back. This is Live at Five with Glenn Curry. <laughs> The army where you shoot them a mile away, you gotta get up close like this, and bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. This will I kidding? Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. Are you a This is Live at Five, yeah, Live at Five, Live at Five. Yeah. I'm squeezing one out for the end of the week. Not here for the last three days. But um, I, kinda, I try to keep up with the, the flow by listening to it as much as I could, when I could. And uh, boy, exciting stuff going on around here. Uh, and and who, who knows where all will go. Conspiracy theories... Um, sign, uh, sign gate. I don't know what to call these things anymore. Jeff Graham says Sarah Campos ad is too fast. Heard that today. Okay. You know, it's funny. Now I'm analyzing everything, uh, you know, because, uh, you know, just when he said that, Jeff Graham today as well, uh, does some critique about the uh, ad today. Typically, you're not supposed to talk about ads. We do it all the time because we break the rules here, especially political ads. <clears throat> Because it just adds, uh, what about you? Why, why aren't you talking about my ad? Well, you're not running it yet. Well, what if I did? Well, we talk about it. Jeff Graham would tear it apart. It says he sound, you don't sound right. Sound rushed. Um, seven, five, five. So anyway, that was, uh, and so anyway, I've been gone for the last three days. I'll be real quick. I, the sun has been affected me like you wouldn't believe. We're out on the, the water the Tuesday and we're out on the water again last night, but for the most part, I've been on this mini on-again, off-again vacation since last Friday night with the family. And you get to see the grandchildren. Sharon is in her heyday. Uh, she's up there with, I believe, her son, Paul, and her daughter-in-law up in Cape Vincent. She might be listening to the show right now for all I, I have no clue. But it's uh, it's once I get out of my routine, it's it's tough. It's tough for me to like passwords and... Today, I lost my phone, and I couldn't find it. I swore I left it at the restaurant. I'm cursing myself. And then I reached under a sofa that I fell asleep on last night. And I reached, and, and again, I learned this from Sharon. Never give up looking. Because despite the fact that we were calling my cell phone ad nauseum again and again and again, I finally figured out, look in a certain part of the sofa because it could get stuck in what is the sofa bed beneath the cushions. And sure enough, I reached under there like I was Michael Corleone in the in the Italian restaurant scene in the bathroom where he's reaching under and he's trying to reach up there. Here it is. My phone was, was right there. I, 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 and I don't know why I do this. Inevitably, when I lose my phone, like situations like today, this morning, you get so frantic. And then you use someone else's phone to call it and couldn't hear it. Why? Because it was on silent mode. It, it's, it's, it doesn't fail. It just, I've never actually lost a phone yet. I misplaced the phone today. I thought it was misplaced. I thought I'd have to drive up to Clayton where we were the night before. 
I'm thinking someone's on there looking at my passwords, taking out this, doing that, blah, blah, blah. No, it was right under the sofa the whole time. You feel like such a dork. But at the same time, you appreciate, you know, it's funny because it was such a beautiful morning. Oh, what a beautiful, sorry, little Oklahoma. Uh, and as a, as a result of that, I, I was looking looking around worried like, oh, my God, my life's going to be upside down. If you lose your phone, especially the, what I use it for, not just for contacts and to know what's going on in the world. That's one thing. But I, it is everything. And I, no, I, I, I would rather lose my phone than my wallet. But those two entities are getting closer and closer. What, both are disastrous. Don't get me wrong. And uh, during the time when I thought it was gone, I said, who knows where it is? And I'm thinking, boy, this is such a beautiful morning. I can appreciate this more. And I'm thinking, there's got to be some ancient proverb hanging around here. You know, not, life is never appreciated until, until adversity hits you. And then you realize, wow, what a beautiful, what a beautiful day. So I, if I hadn't lost it, it would have been just another day that I wouldn't have appreciated. And I was thinking to myself, geez, if I only had my phone, life would be so much better. See how I am? See where, what, what we've turned into? And if things don't go well, you go crazy. Why do I have to wait? <clears throat> that's my parking spot. So anyway, that's been my last couple of days, and it's great to be back. And thank you uh, to Mayor Jeff Smith for doing Tuesday and Thursday, and thank you for the other mayor, Jeff Graham, for doing yesterday's show. And uh, thanks for listening. Seven five five. And today we might actually have Attorney Joe Stanley, although he never got back to me because I was trying to uh, juggle this, that, and the other thing, and uh, I thought I might be doing yesterday's show. But last night we went to, uh, once again, the Clayton uh, uh, Wine Cruise uh, that's uh, sponsored by Coyote Moon. And this is like the fourth time we've done it. We've done it. I know Paul has done it at least five, six times over the last six years or so, minus one. And it's just an extraordinary time. Mike Rainville volunteers. He's one of the uh, the, the seamen, I guess. and He's there making sure we don't fall off this off the side of the boat. It's a small catamaran. I shouldn't say small, but as far as a cruise line is concerned, there's at least 40 people on this thing. And they pump up the music, and it's great. And everyone dances around. And then, of course, they do the limbo. How low can you go? And I love how some of the women all of a sudden go from this timid, you know, oh, I'm just an office worker. There was this office party there. All these girls were being prim and proper. It's funny. If you had a video camera on a, on a, on a wine cruise, they're two hours. And if you just saw the before and after, you know, when the boat goes out, everyone's like like a bunch of fifth graders. Everyone's doing their own thing. By the t- time they come back, they're listening to Billy Joel or something. Uptown girl! <clears throat> and they, all, they don't want to leave the boat. They're spilling wine all over themselves. Just in two hours. But the limbo contest, that was great. Is, it, what, is, that, is that what they call it, limbo? And all the girls are trying to see how low they can go and show off their legs. Boy, it was fun. It was really fun. Seven five five twelve forty. So if I missed anything other than the sign gate thing, uh, Sarah came in yesterday. I was in yesterday. I just didn't do the show. So Sarah came in yesterday. Cut that ad that uh, Jeff says is too fast. I think it's fine. She she covers a lot of bases. That's for sure. But she definitely. And here it is. I'm, I'm adding to it. She talks about the biggest scandal of July 2023. And what does your sign say? Is it correct? Is it right? We'd like to know. Uh, and so, all right. So other, no one's calling in. All right. Someone's calling in right now. And please, I, I don't want to hear the conspiracy, conspiracy theory about uh, Miss McConnell being poked. Something tells me that's going to be coming up. Hey, John, what's going on? Good. How are you? Happy what? Friday. Happy, TGIF. Yes, TGIF indeed. 
Nice. You going down to the block party afterwards? No, I, I, I would, but you know what? Everyone is still up at our place on Point Peninsula, so I'm heading out of here right after that. But, yes, tonight is the block party, the second of the summer. Good promotion, anyways. I don't know about the Eclipse. Jeff was talking about it, but that's not for, like, a year from now or something. But hmm. he did say about the special glasses. They're giving out at Farm Memorial Library and some other places. But I don't know if they're giving them out yet. <laughs> oh, you mean for I the... Uh, lose them because... Oh, you mean now and next year? Oh, for the uh, uh, for the eclipse. Yeah, the real dark stuff. But yeah, anyway, right. yeah, yeah right. they're supposed to be setting up a big thing. But I think he said they're giving out glasses already. Oh, well, not yeah. for the block party. Well, you might need them for the block Although party. Although you might need them, right. depends on who you're looking at. Exactly. Well, you know, John, you know the old song that said, "Went to bed at two with a ten, woke up at ten with a two. <laughs> and that was the girl that was talking about you. No, just kidding. <laughs> no, nah, just kidding, John. No, I'd be like, oh my God, did I just do that? Yeah, no, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been, I don't know if I we've all been there. I was going to bring my bird down, but my dad's like, are you crazy? She could end up in the fountain and be on news junkie. Be a news you know, junkie, so be in the allowed, sewer. depends on the, you know, she can't go in the establishment so much. But so, wait, wait. You're outside vendors. What kind of bird? Are you talking about a bird? Yeah, my parrot. You have a parrot that talks? Yes. Does he talk like you, John? She, yeah, she can talk and she can fly too. And, and she can fly. Well, that's not smart. You could take a, you know, you take a parrot to a public place. Who knows? It's a bunch of like. Oh yeah, I take her to a whole bunch there. of places. She's allowed in a whole bunch of places, but I have to call and ask. Well, that's great that you're going down there, John. That's a good advertisement too. The block party second of the summer is going on tonight uh, in downtown Public Square. Three bands, too. I asked my brother, but he said he's not playing because they said he's just too loud. Remind me of you, like Huey Lewis on Back to the Future. Nah. You guys are just too loud. Too loud. you got to calm it down. This, stuff, this music's going to go nowhere. John, thank you. Have a great weekend. Always good talking to you, my friend. Thanks for getting things thank started. Thank you. Thank That's uh, John going to the block party. Hi, you're on the air. Hello, Glenn. What's happening? I heard, I heard Sarah Campos' uh, campaign ad for yeah. the very first time. I heard it on your station today. Yeah. And I was very pleased. Fly on L.A. Quarry and the Thompson family and see them on Facebook. Call them at 315-658-2004. Uh, welcome back. <clears throat> oh, boy, I don't know what's up with me, but I'm okay. I'm okay. Hopefully you're all right as well. 755-1240. If you want to squeeze in a phone call, that is, of course, if Attorney Joe Stanley calls today. I'm looking at something, you know, uh, it, it, when you look at uh, those video shorts that you see in your timeline, uh, when you're on Facebook or Instagram, whichever. And there's a video, again, this is one of those, this is a white-on-white crime, uh, but because everyone's got a, a, a phone in their hands these days, thanks to technology, it's amazing what you capture, what people capture. And there's a, in this case, in broad daylight, there's this big guy, and I might mention this to Joe if he calls in, I have a couple other things to talk to him about, but uh, this young guy, out in what looks to be like a construction site or something is being confronted by this much bigger man who's pushed, who punches him and pushes him into his own car. And there's some dispute going on about this. You can hear this in the background. This is uh, my, my phone. And the, sure enough, the guy that's being pushed into his own vehicle uh, is, has a gun on him. And he reaches for it, and the big guy runs away, and he shoots him. He repeats, he shoots at least three, maybe four shots, shooting him dead. And the only reason why I bring this up is because, I mean, you know, when, if something like this ever happened, say back, uh, you know, 20, 30, certainly 40 years ago, and it was caught on film, it would be the, a big story. Neighbor shooting ma- neighbor. 
But now, it, because it's not a white cop shooting, you know, someone who's not white, uh, it's it's just you know, just a dispute over nothing. No one cares about it. And it's, if you really wanted gun control, or if you looked at this as danger, or for that matter, I better bet it yet. Sorry, let's take all that back. If you think we need gun control, this is the last thing you're going to show people because this big guy could have killed the little guy or certainly did a lot more damage. So this is all part of that stand your ground. Some states are different than others. Florida, blah, 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 the whole thing with Zimmerman years ago. Stand your ground. If someone's beating the hell out of you, you have the right to shoot them. I agree with that. I really do. And when you see this video, you know that. But the irony of such a, you know, a horrific outcome, the loss of a life over some petty argument, and one guy tried to, tried to demonstrate his, his might over the little guy, Goliath versus David versus the Goliath scenario. And uh, that was the last thing he did. It was the last decision he ever made. So uh, as big as you are, you know, when you have the Constitution and the right to defend yourself, you should watch out for people that are actually armed and ready to go. 755-1240 if you want to chime in. Give me a shout. 755. There's so many things we can talk about. I've come to the conclusion. I keep on saying this. You know, how many indictments does, does uh, former President Donald Trump get? And how many distractions can the, the liberal left, the, uh, the mainstream media, uh, can c- come up with? I mean, they're not concocting anything. To some degree, they are. They're coming up with one indictment after another. I've lost track. I don't know if it's, if it's Georgia. I don't know if it's the woman in the department store in New York City back in the early 90s. I don't know if it's something to do at another state or, or to do with his documents he refused to give up from Mar-a-Lago. It's, it's, it goes on and on and on. And people say, well, I mean, if you watch Fox News, it's just a distraction. So no one pays attention to to Biden, uh, to Hunter Biden's tax problems or, for that matter, his own gun issue down in the state of Delaware. And I know the the uh, the district judge judge down there overseeing that case, uh, you know, had a surprise the other day to Hunter. And now they had the backtrack. How dare you? Do you realize what you're doing? It's like, boy, this is an Obama. Uh, I don't even know if he's appointed by Obama or Trump doesn't really matter. But people's like, you did what? You're supposed to cover for Hunter. You're not supposed to look at the Constitution and say, no, this isn't right. It, it, so my point is this. I, after a while, you, you just get so numb. I don't know what to do anymore. I don't know what indictment is what. And it's going to have a trial in next May. So that's going to be right during the primary season. So here it is. He's going to be bouncing back and forth from states like South Carolina to, I don't know, uh, Tennessee or Michigan. And he's going to have to go to a, to a, a courtroom. And that's exactly what the mainstream media wants you to see. So I guess here's my point, and I keep on saying this in my head at least. It, it doesn't really matter what, you thi- what we rather think about Joe Biden, how crazy he is, and, and, the, and, the, and the idea that, of course, Kamala Harris could be our 47th president. It's not that at all. <clears throat> it's they just want to get rid of us. And the more and more they can show that uh, former President Donald Trump is nefarious or illegal, uh, the, the, the more they knock us down in the process. And then you get the other Mitt Romney type of Republicans who say, well, I just wish we had a better candidate. Said, no, you don't. You're with them. You don't want Trump. You're definitely not going to vote for a guy like, like Ron DeSantis. <clears throat> You're with them. You're like the Dave Mances of the world. Oh, I'm a conservative guy. I love the red, white, and blue. Then you walk off with a couple of million dollars selling this place back in the early 2000s. You don't care about uh, about the future of America. You're a Democrat, and that's what it's come down to. They just don't care about the future. They look at the past as if we were the worst people in the world, and they pass that down to the new generations, particularly those who were born after 1990, and they've been eating it up ever since. 
It's a sad testament. I hate saying all this, but it looks like we're just simply outnumbered. Let's go to the phones and see who's there. Hi, you're in the air. Love you, Glenn. Thank you, my friend, whoever this is. I think it's our friend again. It's out of area. It's private. I don't normally answer that. And this is the time when our friend uh, Attorney Joe Stanley will be calling in. So I really don't know what to say. So if you want to comment on where the conservative, where the Democrat, uh, where any of the uh, America goes, I, I think we really have to start looking at think tanks and, and all these people should be going out there. I don't know. Someone should jump on the Joe Rogan show. Say, look, what if the Democrats get what they want? What is America going to look like in 20 years in the year 2050? 2053. What are we going to look like? And what if, if this all comes to fruition where we become a socialist state and we're dominated by the world's new economic force and socialist communist power? That's China. What happens then? I just lost my next break for some reason. I don't know why. But nonetheless, what, what happens then? We know how uh, communist China treats people of color, particularly uh, of African persuasion. We know that. And I wonder... When will the conservatives start talking like that? When will we start putting up, you know, a warning sign like, hey, look, look out for the things you want in the world, in life. If you want socialism, you know, you're coming out of Berkeley College. You just got a reprieve of about $10,000, $20,000 off your student loan. Uh, you, you, you swear Republicans, including the MAGA Society, are America's problems because you've been indoctrinated in that. But let's, let's, let's take your, your level of intelligence and look at, it, look at the world 20 years from now. When we have total total influence over over dictatorships that will you know for the most part are already ruling our lives now in so so many ways, what 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 do you think about then? Here it is: you're trying to protect. You're looking for inclusion, equity. You're looking for people all to be you know to have the same American dream promise. And you look at uh, uh, 1492. You look at uh, Colum uh, Christopher Columbus as the oppressor, the original oppressor. Then 1619, and then Jim Crow. And you, and you extend it all the way to the 21st century with George Floyd. And you say, oh, we got to do something for the minorities. And we got to keep an open border because we can't turn them down either. Where do you want to go with this? Look at Los Angeles. Look at San Francisco, Portland. And even look at, I just saw it the other day in front of uh, the county building, a couple of homeless people living there right on the lawn. I was in Philadelphia a couple weeks ago. It's disgusting. It's awful. Where, where honestly do you want to go with this? And in as far as people of color... And what, you know, uh, socialism will do with, with Chinese influence, what happens to them? And if you bring up any of these questions to someone who calls themselves left of center, they just look at you like, you're just crazy. Oh, this is just QAnon nonsense. I, and I think at the same time, they're absorbing it, realizing, yes, the Chinese do pe treat uh, people of color like, like crap. They really do. And that's a known fact. Not to mention they incarcerate their own people for, for speaking up against the government with concentration camps. But no, they don't want to talk about that at all. Not at all. Go to the phones. Hi, you're on the air. Yeah, so the the government, I guess they uh, always tell the truth, and whatever they say is 100% what's going on, and um, no one should ever question anything, right? But, Donnie, before you continue, uh, there's one thing I love about Donnie. He questions everything. He hasn't, been, he hasn't been vaccinated. He's probably healthier than most people, including myself, who have been vaccinated. But the problem I have with Donnie, just like today when he was talking about Mitch McConnell, you, you look at everything with, with, a, with, a, with some type of conspiracy. Well, that conspiracy was pointed eye. out to me, and I took a look, and sure enough, there's the lady in green giving uh, Mitch McConnell a poke in the arm. All right. What do you think she gave him? A high, uh, like an infused some high, uh, some type of uh, serum? I have, I have no idea, but it's awfully odd that mm -hmm. he was speaking, and as soon as she touched him, he stopped speaking. 
Well, well, I don't get Which is and by the not way, what he, Danny said. Danny said, oh, she went up to him after. No, 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 no. no. Well, either or. There's a video of it. There's no way that anyone would say, okay, when Mitch stops talking, grab a hypodermic and, put, and shove it right into his wrist. And so he was literally talking about an NDA. He was about to talk about an NDA. And then he went silent after he was touched in the arm. So... You He's know, what, 82 what years NDA, old. A non-disclosure agreement? So, I mean, what was... What yeah, was he was about? talking about the non-disclosure agreement that they made at uh, City Hall uh, last August. So, and that's, yeah, that would well, stop anyone well, in their tracks. talking about that. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, you know what? I was just going to make a point, too, Donnie. Now, I just, uh, I, uh, now I'm, I'm, I've been distracted, just like how we've been so distracted from... So, did you get distracted Hunter by the, UFO, the UFO hearings? Uh, no, but I did see uh, some highlights. Remember, this week I've been somewhat... I, you know, off the rails as far as my, uh, you know, I just haven't been watching the, the 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 news as much. But yes, I did. I do know that they had hearings up there, so they're, and they're all the Democrats are calling them crazy. It's called Project Bluebeam. This was talked about by another caller. They're planning a fake alien invasion. All right, so that's why they come up with the space force. That's why they come up with all these space threats because they want to fake a alien invasion because it will bring everybody together. And that's where the one government can take over. But wow, we got Will Smith involved. Going to fall for it, and I'm just going to laugh at you guys. So once again, Noah, uh, otherwise known as uh, uh, Flat Earth Donnie, is coming up with another crazy conspiracy. But that's okay. But Donnie, I got to give you one conspiracy. You can look it up. Project Bluebeam. It's it's as much of a conspiracy. I mean, again, for the most part, just bear in mind that the Democrats don't believe in anything other than equity, inclusion, and Dylan Mulvaney, and that uh, we're evil people. But I will give you this. I will give you this, Donnie. I saw something yeah. on the internet yesterday, and it's it's an inter- interesting concept. And maybe someone out there has an answer. But they were showing footage of of uh, of explosions after a nuclear bomb was exploded. Uh, I, I'm assuming out in Nevada, and they show buildings, they show mannequins, they show vehicles, and they show the impact of what happens during a nuclear explosion. And a lot of things are vaporized. There's a big, you know. But then, then the question arises. They say, well, th- what's wrong with this picture, so to speak? And the guy goes, what is that? He says, what happens to the camera? The camera. Right. So all those nuclear blast ones that are all in black and white right. that we've all watched over the years, those are fake. Those are sets. That's all propaganda. That's not real. So, like, exactly. Why is the nuclear blast destroying everything but the camera? And if you look closely enough, they're just models. The models. They on, are models. On a set. Yeah, yeah. So here's the thing. Here it is. I'm saying, Donnie's crazy. We're never going to have a flood. No this, no that. And then something knocks on my head and says, wait a minute. What about that video of the uh, – and it's true. The, the cars are clearly models. They're fake cars. They do show, yes. they do show mannequins. And, and, I you know, am so glad you brought that up, Glenn. I'm actually quite impressed. Well, you know. I, you know what? What can I tell you? I'm as I, maybe I'm as crazy as you are, but at this point, no, I you're starting to see things. Right. You guys finally seen the COVID hoax. Next thing you know, oh, our, right. our friend uh, QAnon theorist, uh, very the biggest QAnon guy I've ever, he's going to be texting me once again his theory that Michelle Obama is a man. In fact, I think he texted. That's true. His name is Michael. I'm telling you, my name is try Michael. Try to look up any pictures of of Michelle pregnant. See if you can find any. I don't know. But that, I think I've seen pictures of uh, Barack Obama pregnant. <laughs> All right. Well, what else is good? What else did I miss over the weekend without some crazy conspiracy uh, 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 attachment to it? Anything else? Well, we have all that um, chemical problem going out there in the town of Lyme. 
Oh, and, the, and all those it, batteries burning at the solar farm, and it's poisoning uh, the the water. So yeah, how how widespread was that fire? Does anyone know? I've seen aerial pictures, but I couldn't tell the damage. And people did have to stay in their homes, apparently. And apparently, it's still going on. The, the fire's not out. Wow, and what a waste! And the, the, all all that landscape is just gonna it's just gonna go to crap. Where are we going? The thing is, is like we have to worry about this happening again and again and again. And there's a lot of solar farms. Yeah, they're building more. All right, Donnie, have a good weekend. I got to go, but thanks yep, for the call. Thank you. Yep. That's uh, Donnie. Hi, you're on the air. Hello, I'm on the air. Yeah, you're on. You're on the air. Okay, listen. I just want to make a few comments, and yeah. then I'm just going to hang up. But um, I want to say reasons I like Trump. Is yeah. he a perfect man? No, nobody is. No. But he was the most pro-life president we've had, and right. I've been in pro-life a long time. And, you know, you don't have a civilization. You're not civilized if you don't take care of the most vulnerable of your population. You know, that means the weak, the disabled, the preborn. And then with Trump, we were energy independent. Uh, our enemies and, and our allies, I think they respected us. They might have even feared us a little bit. But um, that's all I can think of right now. But that, that's no. some of the reasons that I like President Trump. No, uh, and uh, and again, I I think someone called in yesterday. Uh, oh, we lost her. Are you still there, man? Okay, no, I'm here. Oh, no, no but I was just going to hang. No, on. no. Okay, no, but were you upset that I, I one of the shows weren't recorded this week? I didn't hear. I don't think I've listened, been able to listen this week. But if I did, uh, tell me what was that? Oh, and I, you, you, you didn't you didn't call the station yesterday, did you not, or this morning? No, I didn't. Okay, call. all right. Just I wanted to make sure. Call. All right, someone had concerns, but yes, I agree with you. Um, and I don't know what to say other than well, let me ask you. I mean, yes, you, you, you first you came off as if you you didn't like Trump, and yeah, he was the mo green of politicians. He said stupid things, did stupid things. But oh, you, I didn't say that. I never well, said that. But he, of course, he did. But yeah, he I did. Said yeah. that. I but, said he just uh, wasn't perfect. Right. That's what I'm saying, and I think we can agree on that. But you would definitely want to see him back in office in 2024. Oh, a- absolutely, I would like to see him back, and I think this time he would be even wiser and know who he could trust and who he couldn't trust. Because you know what, he did get some people that turned on him, and I think he was a little bit too. Trusting, I don't know, but that's- yeah, he was. I agree with you, and he wanted loyalty. And a lot of people, uh, the the big one that really uh, got me all upset was uh, Jim uh, Comey, the uh, former uh, uh, the, the 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 head of the uh, FBI, and he was oh, the, the big one- tall guy that tried to hide behind a curtain once. Yeah, right. He did. He tried to. Hide. He actually <laughs> said that on one of those shows. He tried to hide behind others, and he called them out. Yeah. And that's he said at that moment. He said, "You, you know, tr- Trump really wanted to to have a public moment with him. Like, yeah, you're on my side, and you could tell, but." Bear in mind, Comey screwed up because of the, the email investigation weeks prior to the 2016 election. And as a consequence, the Democrats hated him. And he wanted to get that back. He, I don't, he, he probably well, kicked himself for that. Clinton, right? Uh, yes, um, uh, yes. Hillary Clinton. Yes. Yeah. And so, he wanted to get his creds back with the Democrats. Right. Exactly. So yeah. if he could go back in time like Superman did when he, when he, when he brought back Lois Lane after the earthquake, <laughs> uh, if uh-huh. he could do that, he would not have done that. Uh, and I don't know if the outcome would have been changed. I doubt it. But in his mind, he screwed up. And a lot of people claim, including the Entes on The View, that it was Comey that lost him the race. They come up with the Russian conspiracy and, and uh, right. uh, all, all that stuff. But th- at the same time, he wanted to get back. And I know that. That's child's play. You know, when, when, when you get in, uh, uh, on someone's bad side or you screw up, the first thing you're going to want to do is prove to the others that, no, you're not on that side at all. And that's exactly what, what Comey did. And, uh, and I'm glad he fired him. But, yeah, he was a complete traitor. He really was. So many other people in the Beltway were, and they screwed him over. 
So I hope he comes back. But I'm going to tell you this, ma'am. I don't see it happening. I think we're stuck with the Democrats. I don't either. It's a pipe dream of mine. But yeah. uh, another way to look at it is this. If he comes back, he's only got one term that he can serve. Right. Anybody else that comes in, they're going to be, and somebody else said this, and I agree with it. This, this is one of my own thought. Yeah. If anybody else that gets in, right away they're going to try to get reelected again. Right, sure. So their mind's going to be on getting reelected again. Whereas Trump, only well, has got one year to help save the country. Well, he did a lot in four years, and right now we got to stop the bleeding. And I understand where you're coming from. I wish Trump had someone like a protege, but he doesn't. I thought it might have been Mike Pence, but Mike Pence turned against no, him. And Mike no. Pence made a complete fool of himself in those debates He's with Tarka kinda, Carlton. He was kind of weak, and I did. He was weak, and I don't know what I would have done in his case either, you know, because it's, it's kind of hard to be strong, I think, in politics. But And I, I love Ron DeSantis, except that it isn't his time. No, it's not his time. I don't he's think. too young. That, that's my <clears> opinion. <throat> and he's wonderful, but you know what? Once he gets in, he's going to have to start still trying to get in again. But they're going to destroy him. They're gonna, and, and the first uh, George Floyd incident, they're just going to turn on him. Uh, but the other thing about uh, DeSantis is he wrote his, his own death letter the other day. When he said that slavery actually helped the uh, the uh, the Africans, or well, the, uh, it, well, if you explained it, it did help in a yeah, way. Yeah, it does. It, it does, help, but it just was worded wrong. Because, exactly. Yeah, they learned how to live in a trade. Right. Well, I, 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 I wasn't going to go on. I, you know, I, no, I appreciate it, ma'am. Thank you for the call. Thank you very much. You bring up some good insight. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Uh, thank you. You go back to like Marge Shots. I know this is a weird comparison, but sometimes you do this, and I know this sounds like I'm going in the wrong. Maybe I'm not. Maybe not a good example. But sometimes you'll you'll bring up good qualities to bad people. Uh, like you know, someone might say like uh, you know, like Mussolini. Maybe not Marge Shots, but some people are like, well, Mussolini. At least he got the the trains running on time in Italy. So you can't say that. It's like once a once a dictator, always a dictator. You know, some people say that. Oh, Fidel Castro, he did wonders for the for his people. They have a great uh, medical program down there. No one dies of cancer down there. No one wants to hear that. Although the liberals a couple of years ago were actually saying that, but that's you know in in favor of socialism. As far as Trump is concerned, Trump is the type of guy in during Fredericksburg who says there were good people down there and there were not so good people down there. And I think what its point was is that there were people standing up for, you know, America, what they dr- thought America was. And then there was another guy that drove a Dodge Challenger into the crowd and killed somebody. So, yeah, there were really bad people and there were not so bad people. But to the left, if you're even remotely on the other side, you're, you're terrible. When the president of the United States stood in front of Independence, Independence Hall in Philadelphia last October— in front of two uh, American Marines, which, again, is un- he, he had no right to do that. But he did it anyway, by the way, with those red lights on both sides. I just walked by that place at 1.30 in the morning last a couple of weeks ago. And believe me, let me tell you, it's not the greatest neighborhood in the world. But nonetheless, that's where it was. And that's where he basically told America that half of us are bad. And it's just an awful, awful thing. While, while you have Trump you know, congratulating Kim for being a dictator in North Korea— they jump on that and say, you can't talk that way about a, about a dictator. But he does. He wins people over. He's been doing it all of his life. Even when he has a dispute with you, he'll still walk over to you, shake your hand, and say, how's the family? Some people say that's not being genuine, but you get the left that doesn't even want to touch you. They, they, they feel that you, you, you're not vaccinated. I, I can't talk to you. If I do, I look bad. None of these people on the left want to look bad. And, and that's their means. If you're in Hollywood, you're going to get more jobs by being left of center. And at the same time, you're going to constantly go, what's that guy? Brian Cranston. He drives me nuts. He's an overactor. He's, he's overrated as hell. And yet every time he gets out there, he talks about this. He talks out of his friggin' ass like most of them do. 
But what they're doing, at least based on what I can see, is that they're just proving to each other, see what I'm doing? I'm doing my part. Rob Reiner, the same thing. Rob Reiner, if you ever see his tweets on Twitter, and by the way, what is Elon Musk doing by changing the, the most iconic icon in social media, the white bird, Larry is the bird, I think. Is that his name, or Walter? I should know that. Why in the world, you know, if you're going to buy a McDonald's, you're not going to turn it to McDowell's. But he, and he's not changing it from, is he changing the name? He changed the logo. And yet another logo represented by the letter X. It's just insane. This guy is a brilliant man, but some of the stuff I really have to question, not to mention Mark Zuckerberg essentially has recreated the, the text from ex-engineers of Twitter, although he denies it. Uh, and they're just going to reconstruct a, a left of center type of platform that will probably be more powerful than what he spent $43 billion on. I, it's, just, it's, it's insane. I, I misplaced a $600 check today. I did find, find it. And no, I'm not a billionaire and I'm not a millionaire, but I hate losing money or even the thought of it, losing my phone, losing a check. How, how can you buy something for $43 million that didn't make any money and now you're going to change the logo? Doesn't make any sense. But anyway... Trump will compliment people, just like they said in Godfather 2, keep your friends close and your enemies closer. And that is a great way, one, to keep the communications open, and, and two, you know it's going to hit you if it does. Trump sat down with former President Barack Obama in a transition period back in the, the early 2017, or somewhere between, obviously, the election and, January, and inauguration day. And Trump mentioned this not too long ago. He said, he said, what should I be concerned with? This is Trump asking uh, the then President Barack Obama. And Barack says, you're, meaning Trump, you're going to go to war with North Korea. And Trump says, well, have you spoken to him? And he said, no, we didn't talk to him. He's a dictator. Well, that's your problem. I don't know if he said that. But at that point, he's just like, I should, well, why don't you talk to the guy? Well, you're not supposed to. You're not supposed to compliment people for getting the trains running on time. You're not supposed to sound like Marge Schott saying that Hitler did some good things, didn't he? I mean, but, but, but Trump will, will do that, and it, it works. It always works with him. And for someone who's been dealing with all types of people from every country in the world and his real estate dealings and all the businesses that he, that he has done, some have failed. Others, of course, have done very well. Uh, there's so much to be said. But my original point is this. He doesn't have a guy to pass the torch to. I thought it might have been Mike Pence. I really like the guy, but he's too staged. He's too religious. And uh, every time I look at him, he's looks he's looking like Johnny Cash, or uh, or or the Glanville, the, the 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 former coach of the Atlanta Falcons. He's always wearing black. It's very very odd. Thank God he doesn't have dandruff because you'd spot it a mile away. But uh, Trump doesn't have a guy to take over. It's not his sons. It's not his. It's not Junior. I know there's some talk that uh, Elise Stefanik might be his running mate, and I can I can clearly see. And I'm gonna go gonna go out on a limb and say this. I can clearly see Elise Stefanik being president of the United States, certainly above and beyond where she is right now as a congressperson. Amazingly enough, she has a better chance of being president of the United States by way of the vice presidency than she would uh, be becoming senator of New York State. And you know what I'm saying. There's no way someone like Congresswoman Stefanik can be the senator of the state. It's just not going to happen. However, she could if she was a running mate with, uh, with a winning uh, team. And, done, and it's been thrown out there. It makes a lot of sense, too. Seven five five twelve forty. I lost my last break, and I don't know where it went, but it, I must have hit a button by accident. So it's just you and me for the next eleven and a half minutes, and it's been that way for the last twenty-five minutes of my last since my last break. And if you've noticed, uh, Attorney Joe Stanley did not call in today. So give me a shout. 
All this started during the commercial break when I saw this video of this skinny kid that was getting his ass kicked reach for a, what looks to be a, a, a Glock. And the guy goes, oh, my God, the skinny kid's got a gun. I got to run my fat ass out of here. And he shoots him four times. And it's on two different cameras. It's just an amazing, amazing video. But we, as I personally am so desensitized by stuff like this that 20, 30 years ago, we say, hey, did you see that video of a guy getting shot in front of a car? Yeah, I did. It's unbelievable. Can you believe that's what America's turned out to be? Glad that doesn't happen in my neighborhood. Now it happens in every neighborhood. Almost. Who knows where that was? That would be the top story of the day. Our top story. Sorry. Garrett Morris. <clears throat> and then I saw another one last week of a car ramming a, a, a state trooper vehicle at night. I forget where it was. And again, it doesn't really matter. It's just another video of America at its worst, which it is right now. Except it's not as bad as tomorrow. And the next day is going to be worse than that. Because now we just, we just don't seem to even care anymore what's going on. So many indictments. Hunter Biden's not going to go to jail. The J6ers are still vilified. The border's still open. Oh, yet you'll hear from the left, well, you know, we don't have as many people crossing the border. So, so we're doing something right. I, I just say this. They're already here. I mean, you can always have an endless amount of people crossing the southern border. But to me, I think they're already here. And God only knows how many people are here. 755-1240 is the, 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 the video that I wanted to uh, share with you was one, like I just mentioned, the car was being rammed repeatedly. And some drunk person, whatever, was ramming this, this cop car, and, it was, and, the, and the police car was stuck up against the curb. So it must have been incapacitated. He could have easily driven out of there, but for some reason, he couldn't. And you're watching this, and this is from a camera angle from someone's camera phone from across the street. And the car keep, and it was, a, it was a late model car. It wasn't like some crappy vehicle, like from a demolition derby. It was like, it was like a Chrysler 300. And it kept ramming the, the, the you know, pull off and come back. pull. And every time it hit the police car, it was more ferocious. And then finally, the police officer, all of a sudden you could see just bullets. I mean, you swear, you think this is the Jerry uh, Buck, Bruckheimer movie. It's not. It's, it's the real deal. You see pops of, of clouds of smoke coming out of uh, the, uh, the, the driver's side of, of the police car. And the, the car is driving away, and, the, and he, the, the cop must have sent out at least 12 rounds. I don't know how many rounds are in a clip. I have no clue. But he kept shooting and shooting and shooting. This guy kept coming at him. And sure enough, um, i got to assume the car just kind of came to a standstill in a, in a circular fashion while in, while in reverse. So I have to assume the person was dead or what they refer to as mortally wounded. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't moving anymore because the car wasn't ramming anymore. Here's my point. Here's yet another video of America of a cop saving his own life by shooting and killing someone else. And it's no big deal anymore. So what, what was the big, big deal watching the Space Challenger blow up in January of 1986 and we saw it forever and ever and ever. And two decades later, an, another space shuttle crashes to the Earth in 2003 and no one can even remember it. Because at that point we had 9-11, we had the 90s, we had the Kuwait War, we had a lot of things. And, and no one can remember anything anymore because it's the same old stuff. Cop car, you know, someone's shooting at someone for ramming his, his, his police, his squad. What did my father call him? Radio, he called him radio car. No big deal. Desensitized. Desensitized. That's where we are right now. People, things just don't materialize. They just don't matter anymore. And that's very, very scary in my opinion. Go to the phones. Higher in the air. Yeah, I'm just a new caller. My name is Guy. 
What's up, guy? I just, I, I just like to comment. I mean, this country is in the dumper, man. We, you, you, I, I can't believe the things that are going on and what people are going through, and and you can't convince anybody. You know, Biden's the cause. You just can't convince anybody. It's, it's amazing. Is Biden the cause? We had a lot of problems before Biden, though. Yeah, but I mean, under Trump, it was better, but. Uh, you know, ever since Biden's took office, you know, and the price of gas went up and, uh, you know, our wages really haven't gone up. But uh, I, you're not making any money anymore. I mean, I used to be able to put money away and uh, you're living week to week and and things still aren't going down. They're, they're talking, you know, like the economy is getting better, supposedly, but not here it isn't. And, no, it's not. No, and, and I, I, don't, I don't know if you've noticed how many deductions have been taken out of your uh, paycheck in, in the last year and a half, but I looked at mine the other day, and I was shocked. I couldn't believe it, how much more is being deducted. My, my, my income tax this year, I actually had to pay in to the, to the federal government because, well, I, was, I, I guess the Trump, uh, the Trump deductions had gone away, and mm-hmm. Biden went back to the, you know, the Democrats' plan and, Mm-hmm. I actually had to pay in money, and I'll probably have to pay in money this year. <laughs> and is that is that typical for you? I mean, I'm, without getting personal, but do you ever have to pay in? No, nope, never had to pay in in my life. Isn't that I'll, something? I'll, you know, always got something. Right, right, and and, and you pay I, on a normal basis. Right? I, I was one of the lucky people that old child support for for years. There, I was always behind on my child support, and hmm. they'd uh, they take it out in taxes, so I never got my taxes back, and then. Well, four years ago, I started getting my taxes back because my child support was all paid up and caught up, and mm-hmm. and that was the greatest feeling in the world. Oh, I'm I sure. got my taxes back, and then, like I say, last year I had to pay them in. <laughs> wow! You know? Yeah. Well, I, again, yeah, I, that's that's unfortunate that you had that 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 deal, but uh, you you did what you had to do, and oh, yeah. uh, and everyone was paid off. I, I you know, as far as your family was concerned. But you know what? Not to get personal, some people would say. Well, listen to this guy. This guy's not a patriot. He couldn't pay his couldn't pay his child support. I mean, you know, you know what I'm saying. I mean, they don't know real life circumstances. They don't know who you are or what you dealt with, and you did it. It was the tough way. It was deducted, but you managed to do it. And now, now that you're free and void of that, now it's taken out again. So it's a very depressing situation, and and I feel for you, my friend. I really do. Well, the problem problem with child support is I, uh, you know, I I worked on farms for about 20 years of my life, and You'd get a farm job, and they, you know, they take the taxes out of you, but they wouldn't, they wouldn't take the support out. And of course, you're not making much on a farm. You are now, on some farms, you're making good money, mm. but they wouldn't take the taxes out, and you know, you couldn't go to court to try to get your child support slowed down, you know, because you didn't have a way of doing it. Mm-hmm. And it would just go and go and go, and then all of a sudden, they'd put the rears on it for years. Jeez. I was working on one farm for five and a half years, living right there, and for years they took out half my pay wow. for child support. And then come to find out they'd been doing it for a year, mm-hmm. they weren't taking it out. They were pocketing the money on me. They weren't taking it out, and we ended up, I had to go back to court, and Brittner got violated for not paying support because New York State won't. They'll send you a statement about once a year as to how much money you paid in for the year. Mm. And so I didn't know it for about a year, and then I had to get after them to pay the support, but they wouldn't pay the back. Wow. They wouldn't give me the extra money neither, but uh, 
Hmm. But then you get behind, and they take you to court, and then they take and they, you know, they garnish your wages, and right. then you've got to pay the arrears, mm-hmm. and there you go. Right. And and once you've got to pay the arrears, then they take it out of your taxes. How old are you, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, I'm fifty-eight right now. Uh, fifty, and how, how? When was the last uh, installment to your to your children or child support? When, how long? How many years ago was that? Well, I'm, I, believe it or not, I'm still paying on one because it's arrears. I owe about, you know, about a thousand dollars, and and I just he, he's twenty-eight years old. Oh my goodness, <laughs> And uh, they're still taking it out until I get it paid off because I I got behind like yeah, I understand. Eh. Yeah, I'm no. looking at you're looking at ten thousand dollars. I was behind, so yeah. it, and he's been out of school since he was eighteen. So ten years ago, I don't know. Yeah, you know, they take about twenty bucks a week out of me for support, and right, right. And of course, I I've got the money to pay it. I mean, I've got that money in, in my pocket. Sure. I, I don't, uh, but I just said, ah, yeah. I, I don't worry. And then plus, <laughs> when you get behind like that, when when you're paying on arrears, yeah, yeah, right. They actually, they actually charge interest on that money that you owe. Wow, nine percent interest. You wow. know, so it takes a while to bring it down. And and right now, I'm actually, you know, like I say, about a thousand bucks left to pay. I'm, I, I probably ought to pay it. Well, I'll pay but it, and then get to it get done. it over, and then you can have a big ass yeah, party. That's but, right. Uh, now it's one of them weird deals, right? Like I say, I had to deal with child support, but uh, oh, it wasn't I, a fun. Fun deal. I, I, I love your story. I mean, I don't love your story. I appreciate you sharing that with us, my friend. And I know you are a new time caller. Let's have some optimism. I, at times, i got to remind myself, hopefully God is watching. I know he is, that he'll make, he'll make something clear. I don't know if it's going to be Donald Trump. I don't believe so. He's the guy that I'm saying is not going to win. But I just hope we have someone that's going to put us in the right place. But right now, i got to go. i got a minute left, my friend. Have a great weekend, and thank you very much for the All call. Right, thank you. Yep. Yeah, man, you feel for callers like that. There's always a story behind it. You know, if you ever want to watch, especially the guys, and women for that matter, there's a guy who's been vilified. There's that word again. His name is Andrew Tate. And he was up on charges of rape up in, I forget, Poland or some, some European country. The left wants this guy gone. And he talks about how men have been taken advantage of and how we've been pussified. Now, I'm not saying that guy is an example of that, but that's a, just part of the plight. Of of the of the of the of the man and his responsibility after a marriage fail uh, fails. Here it is. The kid's twenty eight years old. He's still paying out for it. It's incredible. And uh, oh, it's all the men's fault. The man, geez, if only this world didn't have men. Now, if that were the case, never mind. Anyway, have a great weekend. It was great to be back here for at least two days. It's certainly in the bookends, Monday and Friday. We'll be back on Mond- on uh, next Monday. M twelve forty W Eastern. What time makes this legal? Here now, CBS News. See you Monday. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com.